Are you a freelancer looking for a one-stop business solution? Welcome back to Freelance Creative Exchange. I'm your producer, Raven, and it has been a minute since we run our main series. Back in July, our inflation rate hit a 13-year high at 4.8%. But inflation is not limited to just Singapore. We see this trend repeated in the US, Europe, and all over the world. We are very concerned about how increasing cost of living impacts on our creative freelancers. Over the next few weeks, we'll be speaking to creatives and financial experts about how current living conditions are affecting their work and practice. More importantly, what can we do to manage our finances in this challenging time? Today, we are speaking to Travis, Head of Growth at Dual Circle, a platform with hand-picked solutions, services, benefits, and community support to make your business the best version of itself. Hi, Travis. Welcome to our show. Hi, Raven. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, so I guess probably the first question that I'll ask of all my guests is how are you personally affected by the inflation right now? Um, I guess the the biggest thing is everything is getting more expensive. Um, Singapore is never a cheap place to begin with, and we're seeing petrol is expensive, rent is expensive. The cost for all of the services that we use is, is getting more and more expensive. Um, so it, it kind of hurts in that if your wages and what you're making isn't, isn't increasing at the same rate, um, you have less buying power. So, so it does hurt that um, when we see these, these big jumps in inflation. Yeah, I heard that a lot of my expat friends are facing a lot of high rental increases when their leases definitely, expire. Definitely. <laughs> Will yeah, you be so affected ours, ours as well? Ours is up in February. Yeah. Oh no! In February, we have to renegotiate, so we'll have to see how bad I get hit. But I'm not looking forward to that. <laughs> Hopefully, the prices will have eased down a bit by then. <laughs> I hope so too. Okay. Hope so, so too. what is the general view on the ground like? You know, well, how are the other freelancers in Dual Circle dealing with inflation, be it in Singapore or abroad at the moment? Sure. I think the. Um, I mean, inflation is never a good thing because it means that you know everything is getting more expensive, and you need to increase your rates, decrease your costs to to make sure that you're 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 still profitable, right? Um, but I think the the nice change that's coming about is because the the pandemic is is coming over, it's still quite positive mm. that there is more business being done, there are more opportunities coming. Um, so I think whilst Everything is getting more expensive. There's also more opportunities today than there was perhaps two years ago when we're in the middle of the pandemic as well. So the, the overall outlook isn't as bad as it could be. Um, but but if we could get on inflation under, under control, that would be nice too. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I think uh, the high prices are really affecting people because you know the raw prices increase, vendors also increase their prices. So I guess it's like overall yeah. impact on everyone. But I'm glad to hear that for mo- many of them, they are doing quite well, despite the fact that they are facing increasing costs because it's kind of compensated by better and more opportunities as well. How would you recommend freelancers and solopreneurs inflation-proof their business in a sense? Inflation is a good time for us to look back and see how we can run better businesses at the same time. Before I joined Dewey Circle, I, I worked for myself mm. for, for seven years. Um, so I was an independent consultant, uh, which is also one of the reasons I, I joined Dewey Circle, because I suffered through a lot of these things that, that we're trying to solve. Um, but I think one of the things that I realized um, back then when you work for yourself is that uh, there's a dollar value to your time. And you need to figure out in your business what that actually looks like, because yes, you might be able to bill clients $100 an hour, but if you 
if you're spending five or six hours of your day on things like invoicing, on accounting, on following up with your clients and, and all the other things that go into running a freelance business, it takes away from the time that you can bill for your hours. You need to make sure that what you're billing for your hours covers all of those extra kind of hidden costs that a lot of people don't consider when they say, oh, I, I can charge my clients this much per hour. Um, so I think my advice would be to, one, look at how you're spending your time and make sure that if anything is worth less than what you charge, find a way to get someone to help you to do it, hire someone to do it, whether that's a VA or a sales assistant or something like that, or to find a software that can automate and, and make those parts of your business run smoother so that you have more free time to be able to charge to clients on, on billable work or producing creative stuff or, or whatever it is that you do as your main focus. Try to focus on that. The stuff that, yes, it does cost money to do these other parts, but your business becomes so much stronger when you can focus on what you do best. That's a really good point. I think when I was starting up, I also struggle with the same things as you do, right? I want to do creative work, but at the same time, I also need to uh, invoice. I need to manage my bad uh, accounts. I need to find a place to work. Should I work at home? Should I work elsewhere? Do I look for, I guess, a co-working place? So a lot of things like I think a lot of administration work that I didn't really anticipate when I was trying to run my business and it's quite really a challenge that's where dual circle comes in right because you guys are a platform with all the products and uh services and solutions do you want to talk a bit more about dual circle and what you guys offer to freelancers the main goal that we have with with dual circle mm. is is to put everything that you need to start to grow to run your business together for you in in one place Depending on what you actually need, we, we have solutions that go from discounted co-working space access to accounting, to insurance, uh, a, a huge different, there's uh, 30 plus different solutions on our platform right now that help you do business better. Because of that, you can kind of come to us, you get a trusted solution from, from a platform that knows how independent contractors work because we work with a lot of them and trust that that'll get done. So whether that's your invoicing or your, your accounting, we have someone that can take care of that for you, which means that you have more free time to work on finding new clients or, or getting bigger ticket deals or actually doing the work that they want to pay you for and not getting stuck in, in all the admin or the backend things that might be better outsourced to someone else. And, and that's what we want to do, help independent people who are working for themselves, freelancers, to actually do what they do best. I think it's really great uh, to learn... I think as part of the scaling up, right, is to learn how to automate some parts of your business processes or consider whether you should outsource certain things. For example, like me, I hate accounts, so <laughs> I, would, I would like to outsource that out. And I think these are some of the things that I guess as you grow, you, you know, is how you can make your business better or even better still if you can, like, you know, make this part of your business plan. Like when you start a business, you, you get it sorted out, right? You know, that, that was what in hindsight that I, I thought, you know, maybe I should have done some of that, <laughs> considered the business cost rather than just like, you know, like what you said earlier, like just think of, oh, I can charge the client this. That's great. But I forgot that I have like business operation costs to consider as well. Can I find a bit more about Dual Circle? Is it, where is it situated? So we, we started in Singapore. We have solutions now that cover Singapore, Hong Kong. Um, we have two new solutions that just launched in Thailand. And we're working now to get more in Europe um, and to expand in, in Asia as well. So our goal is to be a global platform that will enable freelancers wherever they are in the world 
to get the kind of support that they that they should have from these big businesses, but they're currently not getting. Because what we see is there's a shift from normal people having a normal nine to five job to people actually want to take their their freedom and their flexibility back. They want to work on their terms. They want to work for themselves. They want to choose the projects. They want to choose the clients. They want to do the kind of work that they get super excited about. And we want to enable them to do that wherever they are in the world. And we want to make it more of an even playing field. So that a freelancer who maybe is a brilliant designer sitting in Singapore has the same chance to win a job as a creative agency sitting in Europe. You know, we, we want to make sure that there's a level playing field between the two. Because when you look at the big companies, if you look at an insurance agency, they will happily insure the European digital agency that has 50 staff. But the single freelancer who's sitting in Hong Kong isn't going to get that same level of care from an insurance agency. They might still get a policy, but the terms and everything inside that is going to be a heck of a lot worse than what they would offer to someone else. And we don't think that that's a good thing. We want to make it more fair so that people have the safety net when they do decide to be freelance and they do decide they want to work for themselves, that they actually have the support to do it successfully. And they're not doing it because they don't have another option. Um, You know, maybe they've lost their job and they're freelancing to make ends meet. We want to make sure that they're freelancing because that's what they're passionate about and enable them to do that successfully so that they can build the career around what it is they enjoy and what they're passionate about while giving them the control to decide, you know, I want to work with this client or I want to do this type of work, um, which which you can't do in a traditional company. Your boss tells you, no, I need you to do this. So you have to say, yes, yes, boss, I will go do that. I understand that Dual Circle has recently expanded to Europe as well. So how would that benefit your community? Like, for example, I'm a freelancer from Singapore and maybe I want to consider working in Europe. How would you help us in that sense? Definitely. And that's something that we've done well in in Singapore and Hong Kong for international entrepreneurs to come here and to, to figure out that, you know, if I'm from Australia and I come to Singapore, I know very little about setting up a company here, the local laws and everything. So we have solutions in Singapore that are catering specifically to someone like myself, where I can get my visa, I can get my work permit, my employment pass, I can get a company incorporated, I can get a corporate secretary to help me with all the regulatory filings and everything that I need for my business in Singapore, so that I have no headaches and I can just trust that it's going to be done well. And it does get done well because our partner in Singapore is great. What we're planning is to have this for all of our target countries all over the world. Um, so we're expanding. We're, we're doing that into Thailand now. And what we're, we're doing the same into, into Europe. Unfortunately, we haven't got any solution providers yet set up in Europe, but they're in negotiations as we speak to get solutions like this on the platform. So you, Raven, could say, hey, I would love to go and work out of Berlin. Mm. What what can Do a Circle do for me? And then you can look up on our platform and say, hey, there's an incorporation package in Berlin. Mm. You can directly contact them. You'll get a better rate booking through Do a Circle than you would anywhere else, which is one of our value propositions. We want to give our community access to the things that they might not have even got before, but we also want to do it at great prices. So you say, look, I see there's a great solution. They're going to incorporate for me. The price looks good. I trust Do a Circle and I know mm. that they've already vetted and they've worked with this partner before. So you get in touch with them and, and we'll get you set up in, in Europe. And, and we're going to have that for everything from insurance to co-working to accounting, whatever you need mm. to run your business. 
our, our goal is to have that in every market we serve, but but Europe is a new one mm-hmm. and, and it's still in discussions as, as we speak. Yeah. There's also a lot of challenges for Asians to go over to Europe, right? Because we have a variety of visas. It really depends on certain countries. For example, I, I would think that in Singapore, it's easier for some of the Singapore citizenship to go to Europe as compared to someone from maybe like India or Malaysia. Also, we are not part of the European Union, so that makes things also a bit more challenging, right? It's the same. Even even Australia's we 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 face challenges with with Europe as well. But but the idea is that we're going to find the solution partners that can solve these challenges. So that if you do say, "Hey, this is what I want to do," we've got a solution that that will cater to that. That's that's our ambition for Doer Circle, and that's what we want to grow to. So that no matter where you are in the world whether you're China or India or Vietnam or Europe or even North America, you can actually get the support you need to run your independent business successfully, um, whether that's insurance or co-working or accounting or whatever specific that, that is. Our goal is to have that for you. Since we are moving towards a different work culture, like instead of the nine to five, we are moving towards a more like a remote working culture. What, what would you say the future of work looks like to you? I mean, there's always going to be some kind of blend, mm. right? Like I enjoy working from an office because it gives you that one-to-one connection. Mm. It's a lot more informal than setting up a Zoom call or, or a meeting like that. You can just kind of catch up with people by rolling over to their desk and then rolling back to yours kind of thing. So I, I enjoy that. But I also enjoy working remotely because you can get very focused in what you're doing. You can work without distractions and produce some very high quality stuff probably even more efficiently than you can do in an office because you have your space and, and the, the ability to sit down and get to work. And it also enables more flexible work. So you don't have to be tied to one location that you could go to a co-working space on Orchard Road today mm. and then tomorrow be working from East Coast Park. Mm-hmm. Maybe next week you're working from Vietnam. Um, I recently spent a week working from Thailand because I had to go back to sort some stuff there. Because of the way that the world has shifted and we have all these tools to support us working remotely, it's like you're in the office anyway, um, which which I think is, is super cool. And I think this will never go away. Now that organizations realize it isn't going to hurt their bottom line and the staff realize, hey, I can actually have a nice life and work from home and not have a four-hour commute round trip every day, they're not going to go back. Um, and I think the best organizations are going to realize this and they're going to create workforces that are more hybrid. Mm. And, and they also need platforms like Do a Circle to support them to get these independent workers or their flexible workforce the same kind of benefits that they would normally get in a big office. But because it's all remote, it's a, it's a lot harder to kind of roll out a you know, you can't do five o'clock pizza nights or something <laughs> like that when, when everyone's at home. You know, you need you need a different solution um, for, for that. So having having worked for yourself as an independent contractor for so many years and having spoken and collaborated and worked with so many freelancers from Singapore, Australia and all over the world, what do you think are the qualities of a good freelancer? When I think about this question, there's there's two things that I would I would say. The key quality is, I don't want to use the word hustle because I think that has negative connotations, but you need, you need drive and ambition to be able to make it work because not every day is going to be wonderful. There's going to be days where you, you don't have work or you have a big deadline and you have to work far more than you want to work. There's going to be challenges with meeting 
the client's expectations of what's delivered and what you're delivering. So I think you need inside kind of a drive that I'm going to make this work. I'm going to make this succeed. And it's almost, yeah, everyone calls it hustle, but, but I don't, I really don't like that word. I would call it more like ambition, like a desire to, to prove yourself and to, and to make a business out of almost nothing because that's what freelancers do, right? They take their skills and they build something from, from nothing. I think that's super important. The other thing that I think is super important, and this kind of ties back into the inflation question before, is you need to know your worth and you can probably charge two or three times more than what you're charging right now. A lot of people get shocked when, when I tell them that because I suffered with this at first. Um, and and we, we had a small digital marketing agency and we were doing websites for $500. There was so much work. And there were so little profits and it was so busy and we had so many clients because everyone wants a $500 website, right? And at the end of the day, the quality of the work that you can produce for $500 is here. But if you focus on improving your worth and and doing better work and lifting the bar on on what you can produce, you set a much higher standard of, of what you can do and you can command higher rates for that. So I know a lot of really great writers and really great designers and stuff and what they do is better, probably better than some of the stuff that even my agency did. But we were able to charge three times more than them because they never pushed the needle. They never said to a client, no, the rate's $150 an hour. And that's the rate. And this is why that's the rate, because you have to be able to back it up. You have to know what you're worth and you have to be able to kind of walk the walk and and say, this is why, this is what you're going to get. This is everything I'm going to deliver. This is all of my experience. So this is why it's this. And I feel like a lot of freelancers get scared because they think, what if I lose this business? What if I, what if I don't get this client or what if I don't get this project? And I, I worried about that too before I raised my rates. And the thing that I realized afterwards was that raising your rates also gets you access to a better level of clients. And instead of the $500 websites where you might have a thousand different design changes <laughs> and you've got all these headaches because of all these things that you need to manage, you've got one or two clients instead of 30 and you're still making the same amount of money you know you've got out of every say you pitch five different clients and you're pitching them super high rates before you'd win all five and you'd have to manage five projects now you can win one or two projects with a higher rate and that actually translates into you having more free time to do better work to work on the the relationship with the client to actually deliver something that is more in line with what they want because you've been able to focus on it and do it better. And they feel that they've gotten great value because it's been a, such a great experience and the result that you deliver is, is way ahead of their expectations too. So to summarize, know what you're worth so that you can go out there and, and charge that to your clients and, and make sure you can back it up too and make sure that you have the drive and the ambition to push yourself forward because it's very easy when you're freelancing to just kind of do the same thing every day and and kind of just make do. But, but I think a lot of freelancers have the potential to do some really awesome things to make really great niche businesses in their in their specialty. And and not a lot of them push themselves to to do that because they're afraid of failing or losing a client or hearing something negative about the business. Or I kind of feel like if you go for it, what's the worst that could happen? That is really very solid advice. For a lot of us, like especially for creatives, right? Sometimes we feel like we haven't reached that standard. Sometimes it's so subjective, right? I, I think one exercise that you can do, and this mm. is something that I was doing as I was trying to grow the business, 
was I wanted to hire people that could do my work. Mm-hmm. And I was going out saying, hey, it should cost about this much for producing this. That's a fair rate. And then I saw the quality of work that came back for those prices. And I was thinking like, wow, what you in your own head, because you're highly critical of your own business and the things that you produce yourself versus what the market produces at those same rates is two very different things. <laughs> very, very different things. And and I think that's probably even a good exercise if if you're a writer and you're doing articles for you know, 100 bucks or 150 bucks, go out and hire someone to, to write an article for you for 100 or 150 bucks and see the quality that they deliver. That's probably a very good way for you to realize, wow, I'm actually a lot better than this and get some external justification on, on what you produce which can maybe help you get over those challenges and those stumbling blocks where you think like, oh, I could never charge this much. And it's like, well, well, you can. You just need to find the client who sees that much value mm. in your work, right? And if you're stuck doing $5 gigs mm. for client after client after client, you're never going to have the time to find a client who will pay $300 for the same thing. Um, and that's something that it took me a long time to figure that out when I was freelancing. But when I did, that's help me grow my business significantly because it is a mindset shift hmm. but but it's a huge part of transitioning from just getting by to actually making enough money that when inflation goes up you think okay then I need to increase my rates you know and you're not feeling like oh my god my clients will never accept these <laughs> high rates because you've raised them in the past you know what happens you know it's a good thing or conversely, when you hire someone to write and you realize that they actually do better than you, then it's probably some time for self-reflection as well. Of course. <laughs> yeah, you, you, can, you can also look at that as a learning experience and say, well, hey, what can I do to be better? What can I do to take my skills to this level and use it as kind of a market gauging process of where you are versus the rest of the market, whether you need to train or whether you need to charge more. I think freelancers should be regularly checking in mm. on what's happening. Because otherwise, I've got a feeling that you're going to underprice yourself mm. as opposed to being less skilled than, than other people. But maybe that's my own personal bias or something there. <laughs> but but I, I've got, just from my experience talking to so many freelancers and everyone, looking generally at the group of freelancers, mm. they don't charge enough for what mm. they do because they produce some very, very awesome stuff and they're not charging enough for it. So knowing your value proposition is very, very important. What sets you apart? Mm. What can make you do this project better than any other freelancer? What you bring to the table in terms of background and experience and past projects that have had success, that replicates the success that that particular client wants to have, whether that's you know a certain amount of listeners on a podcast, whether that's a, you know an NFT project that has a certain kind of viral buzz, Whatever it is that you do, if you can show people, hey, I've done this before and I got this, you're going to pay me this much to get the same thing. It becomes almost a no-brainer for that client to say, well, yeah, why wouldn't I hire you to do this and get those same results? Because that's the result they want. (laughs) I hope everyone's taking notes (laughs) right now. Happy to share. Happy to share. I haven't freelanced for a while since I I joined Dura Circle. So it's good to give back and to share Mm. this kind of advice to my younger me because <laughs> I would have made a lot more money today <laughs> if I'd listened to this advice when I was first starting out too. 
So having been on the both side of um in a full time job and and also freelance, right? Which one do you actually prefer? <laughs> or is that a very sensitive question to ask? Yeah, I mean that's that's a tough question because it also depends on the job, right? Like there's there's jobs where you're not valued and you're not listened to and you're stuck basically at your desk because you just have to sit at your desk all day. I don't think I could ever do a job like that again. Um, I, I said this many times while I was working for myself that I don't think I'll ever go back to a normal job again. And when I discovered and, and found Doer Circle and I met Hella, the, the founder here, I realized that the first thing was they solved a lot of problems that I'd had in the past running my own business. So that was interesting. And so I was looking at them as a customer, as what what solutions could I use for my business? And then when I, I kind of got inspired talking and getting to know Hella about everything that they were doing with the team here and realized that I could actually make a bigger impact on more people than I could just doing contract work. And it, it was probably, I think, because I, I think the key thing for me with, with joining Do a Circle was that I could be part of something bigger than I could be just myself. Mm. So when I compare traditional job to freelance, I, I would never do a traditional job again. But mm. but I, I also don't see Do a Circle as a traditional job because we have a lot of authority. Um, I mean, I'm the, I'm the head of growth, so I, I get to say yes and no <laughs> to a lot of initiatives and, and have a lot of say on things like the marketing plan and the stuff which, which I was doing in my own business before. And now I get to do it at a much bigger scale, which is which is super cool as well. And we've got over 10,000 members right now, which means that the impact that we have is way bigger than, than I could have had just working for one client or two clients on a project-to-project basis. So I think it's hard to compare, but the what we're doing at Dua Circle, I'm super happy and excited to be part of the team and to shape how it's going forward. And there's lots of cool things that will come from us mm. in, in the coming months and year as well. Um, there's some big things that we've been working on too. So keep your eyes out and um, I'd love to share more. Um, and of course, if anyone wants more advice or or has any questions after this, you're very welcome to reach out to me, to the Doer Circle team. We're super supportive mm-hmm. on all this type of stuff uh, because most of the people that work there have been freelancers or business owners themselves at one point. We can give you this kind of advice. There's a Facebook group. You can come in, you can ask the questions and get specific answers because I'm there (laughs) and ready to help. So on that note, right, what would you tell your younger self in hindsight besides earning more money? (laughs) I mean, that's that's one. I think looking back, Mm. I tried to do too many things myself Mm. and tried to figure too many things out for myself. Mm. So I spent a lot of time learning. And I spent a lot of time teaching myself things that I probably didn't need to learn. And I didn't spend enough time listening to the people that had been there before me with their advice and their knowledge that they could have shared that would have accelerated my journey from start to where it was quite a nice place to be. So I think looking back when I when I started freelancing, I would say, don't focus on this. <laughs> you need to focus on finding the people that can help you mm. accelerate what you're doing can teach you the things that actually matter and the things in your business that you think matter, like designing your invoices to look super pretty or something like that, that doesn't matter uh, in, in the grand scheme of things, at least from, from my perspective. You know, what, what you need to be focusing on is 
how to position yourself as the freelancer of choice, whether it's the best podcast host, the best copywriter, the best marketing person, whatever it is that you specialize in, how do you kind of build a brand around yourself so that people say, hey, I need emails to sell my product. I'm going to call Travis or hey, I need a podcast uh, for my business. I need to call Raven. Focus on getting the expertise Mm. and the guidance and the mentorship to get yourself there as fast as possible. Because once you're there, freelancing becomes very easy. You get clients will reach out to you. Everything is happy. And it's things like inflation. You're like, yeah, it's inflation. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Knowing your personal branding and finding your tribe is really important. Definitely. Very good advice. So where can we find you and Dual Circle on social media? We're on Instagram, it's slash Doer Circle. We're on Facebook, slash Doer Circle. And we also have a Facebook group that recently just opened to allow all members in. Um, so if you want, come in there. You can join. Uh, you can speak with the team. We share inspirational content, leadership content, uh, and all the things that we've been doing in the office every day of the week. Oh, well, actually, Monday to Friday. So there's something <laughs> going balance. on on the work on the work days on the on the weekends. We try to have some balance there too, mm. um, and and you're very welcome to reach out with questions, concerns, comments, disagreements, or even <laughs> if you just want to say hello, come come and say hello. One last thing is we also have a completely free membership tier. Mm. So if you want to join and see some of our solutions, if you want to get access to the benefits that we have, Mm. we have discounts available for free members. Mm. So you can go to doercircle.com and click the sign up button, add your email. You'll be signed up within about three seconds and, and that gets you access to everything. It gets you on the newsletter. So you'll hear from us and all the things that we're working on, all the different benefits and the trainings and the resources that we have for freelancers. Uh, Because there's one actually that could be very good for the Singaporean listeners Mm. is we're in the process of rolling out contracts and NDAs Mm. um, that will be available to our premium members. Mm. So that's a super nice benefit because whenever you work with someone, you want a contract. Mm. We're going to actually have contracts for you that you can come in, fill out your details, generate a contract, get your client to sign it and you'll be covered under Singapore law for the work that you're doing with them, which is super important to have. Mm. The ad, that's one of the admin things you should probably have in place. And, and we also want to make that easy for you to have. So check out our platform and become a free member and, and I'll happily help you too. Okay, thank you so much, Travis, for coming here to share about your expertise and experience. I think we benefit a lot, especially you're a former freelancer yourself. So it's really great to hear from other people who have done it before, to learn from the mistakes and see how we can improve things and also to network with different people as well. So if you like the Freelance Creative Exchange, please let us know by doing all the things that podcasts ask you to do. Follow our show, rate, review, and check out socials. Tell your friends about the show. Share your views and, you know, if you have any questions, just ask us. That's all for now. And we'll be back next week. Thank Thank you. you. Bye. Bye.